Welcome to the So Lux Life Podcast, where our goal is to enhance the mental, physical, and spiritual luxuries in life. Make your life luxurious through knowledge, coaching, training, and technique. Visit us online at soulluxlife.com. Here's your host, Crispin J. Watson. Hello, and welcome to the So Lux Life Podcast. I'm back again, and today I have a guest on the show. I have Alvin. He is the owner, producer, founder, everything over Old Fashioned Health Network. You can check them out on oldfashionedhealth.com. They have a radio show that is aired in Atlanta. They're on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, literally everything. Just Google it, Old Fashioned Health. So how are you, Alvin? I am wonderful. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. I'm so excited about this because you, I've watched you grow as an entrepreneur for years. I don't even know when. I would probably say like maybe over five or six years now. You've yep. always had an entrepreneur mindset. So I kind of wanted to bring you on the show so you can encourage some of our fellow future entrepreneurs that are trying to get to where you are. In life right now, so can you kind of tell us a little bit about you, your background, where you're from, where you went to school, um, some jobs you had that led up to where you are now? Okay, so in full disclaimer to your listeners and mine, Crispin is also my first cousin. You know, because I'm sure when they see Alvin Watson and Crispin Watson, like, okay, wait a minute, they got to be related. This entrepreneurial oh, spirit seems just runs in the blood, you know? Doesn't it? It's so contagious. It, my educational background is quite interesting. Uh, so I was once going to school in Chicago as a kid. Then my mother transferred us brothers to, to Mississippi to take care of our, both our grandfathers. And then the story goes on from high school to then uh, to Jackson State, which is both of our alma mater. The and I the, love. The I love of my dear old college home. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> I was in the band. I did some of everything I could possibly do at Jackson State. And I had an internship with AT&T. So now, the strange thing about my education background, I didn't graduate right away. It took me some time. And still, mm-hmm. you know, I always joke and say, I, even though I graduated, I still never, I, when I went, went back to graduate, I got on the plane, immediately came back to Chicago because uh, AT&T at the time was who I was working for. So that I didn't actually clear out the university like I should have, but I, you know, I did the whole graduation thing and did everything and left. And actually, your mother was the only aunt that came to my graduation. Wow. Yep. Your aunt, your mother was the only one that came to, as far as an aunt is concerned, to my graduation. It was her and my mother and my baby brother was at my graduation. Oh, wow. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so I worked at AT&T. Uh, I've worked for AT&T, Siemens, Linden Industries, and all these other people, but I've always found that I wanted to work for myself. And I would be at work and start trying to find a way to improve what the, my particular job was and how I could do it better and more efficiently. And then I started realizing I'm making all these, uh, doing all this work, and they're making all the money. And I had a hard time just following. I couldn't do that two 15-minute breaks and on lunch. It just didn't work for me. So Right. It just doesn't work for certain people. Some people are cool with it. But I'm kind of still in the corporate world now and, like, from day one, even before I went to college, it was like, okay, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to make my own money, be my own boss, do that. So what inspired you to start Old Fashioned Health Network? How did it come about? 
So health has been kind of like ingrained in me. My mother, your aunt, as you know, my mother has always been this person to say you might want to. She she was a home remedy queen, in my opinion. She always had different home remedies. And for a long time ago, my mother was a, that I can remember got into multi-level marketing a long time ago before multi-level marketing became popular. She used to sell these herbal vitamins called Shacklet. And so she would send me herbal vitamins to Jackson State. And I remember my friends used to laugh at me, tell me, oh, your mama sent you these herbs and stuff. But I was never sick because <laughs> she would send me these boxes of vitamins and stuff. Uh, so that kind of kind of got, you know, I got bit by the bug. She was a beautician. So I started getting all into the entrepreneur thing and again like my mother was so into the health thing until it started me to want to be in because she i always remember she was saying make sure you take your vitamin e take your vitamin c she was hip up on the vitamin c and e a long time ago she just mm -hmm. sent me all these different vitamins and herbs so that kind of got me started into the whole health and and uh it because she was a wonderful cook she cooked all of our food most time we never hardly ate out uh and so that she would teach about eating healthy and eating at home is better for you than eating in the restaurant. So that's where the old fashioned, the health thing, actually, really be honest, what you started from. Hmm. Wow. So what did it start as? Explain to our listeners exactly what is Old Fashioned Health Network. What do y'all do? The different shows that are under your umbrella. What exactly is it? Okay, so Old Fashioned Health Network, Good Health Inside and Out is the slogan that I, a tagline that I always use. But whenever you go, if you all ever go to the website, I want to let you all know I started Old Fashioned Health like five years ago uh, with the camera phone. My very first show was a fitness show. And I started <laughs> I with a fitness show. Remember that? Started with a fitness show. And it, it, has grown now to I think I have 10 different shows on the old fashioned health network. I have like four different medical shows that's on there, uh, where there's different doctors that host that are, that are on the show. Uh, I have a financial fitness show, I have a fitness show itself, with several cooking shows. I have a show called Senior Living, a uh, pet show, so different shows. So it started out as one and has now grown to uh like 10 shows and then there's one of my favorite shows that has branched off to do its own thing and working toward television which is my kids cooking show and so oh it's, my gosh we're gonna get i'm so glad you brought it up kids are chefs i love it because i love the kids you know crispy has a heart for the kids <laughs> so what's the concept behind kids are chefs and if we have listeners that want to get involved how would they become a part of old-fashioned health with their kids? Okay, so it's kids are chef with the letter R. And how I came up with kids are chefs, uh, as you know, and as most, uh, especially in the African-American community a lot of times, but, but for most family people, most conversations start in the kitchen. And so I decided to get the kids to start talking more to the family, uh, uh, communicate more with their parents and just speaking uh, communicating as a whole, I would come up with this show where I would infuse cooking and conversation together. Mm -hmm. And I knew that kids like cooking and, I, and, I, and it seemed like when you get into cooking and, and uh, in the kitchen and talking, it starts the conversation. So we've done <clears throat> topics centered around cooking. So we've done kids and bullying. We've done kids and uh, teens and suicide. We've done 
teens and social media. So we always come up with a topic and then they'll cook a meal, they'll interview whoever the person is on the show, and mm-hmm. then they have and that's how it works. So it's like it's a kids our shelf cooking and talk show. And if anybody interested in being on the show, if you if you're not in Atlanta and you want to do your own show, we have a new thing called Kids Are Shelves from Home. And so what you could do, you can sign up for that. And you, we send you a full production kit. You get uh, two aprons or three aprons, whichever the production kits you signed up for. We send you a banner for the for the advertising backdrop, and we send you a layout of how uh, uh, how to do the show. And so what you do is you cook at home with your kid, you film it with your with your cell phone, with your with your regular iPhone, whatever phone you have, and you film yourself cooking the meal with the kid, the preparation of what it is you're cooking and, and maybe a two or three minute conversation of what you have and you upload it, you send it to us. And then we do the magics of editing and uh voila <laughs> kids are chefs. Voila. I love it. And that's a great way because kids nowadays with technology and social media, they don't really talk to their parents or like their guardians or whomever's ra- raising them. So I really love that concept to kind of, you know, the conversation started in the kitchen. And it's ideas like that. So you put that together and came up with the Kids Are Chefs show. So what would you say to an entrepreneur that has an idea, but they're scared to actually put it out there and start? What, What would you say is the first step to getting over that fear? The first step is just doing it. Um. You cannot do this. This sounds really crazy. Uh, when I say you can't fail, what I mean is you have to fail to be successful, and you're not yes. really failing. You're not yes. failing. You're learning. I, you're learning. Chris, when I started so many businesses before I got to this one, old fashioned enough network. Wow. How I, many? How many would you say you started before this one? Lord, at least at a minimum, at least ten different businesses. I've sold. Let me tell you, my very one of my very first jobs that I call myself having a business, besides selling candy as a kid, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was selling um, advertising at Jackson State. This guy uh, had this. He was selling T-shirts, and so I could. I told him I said I could sell some T-shirts. So he gave me. Uh, a little business card. I was so excited and I went over and, and I started going around campus trying to get people to buy t-shirts and things like that before t-shirts became popular. And uh, so mm-hmm. that was my very first one, but I've had like, I've sold medical, everything. I've tried to be my entrepreneur, but each one of those businesses made me who I am today. And this one is making me who I'm going to be tomorrow. So you don't really fail. The only way you fail is when you decide to quit and never try again. Oh my gosh, that is so inspiring because, you know, I've had a business to fail. Like this podcast, this isn't my first business. You know, I've started a online boutique before. You know, I do makeup. Mm-hmm. I do it. I've even mm-hmm. did makeup for your network. Yeah. So, yep. like, I, I want individuals to know millennials or whomever, if you want to start a business, just do it. Don't yep, just, don't let the fear of failing stop you from getting to where you want to be in life. Because I saw a girl, she has like a million dollar business now, but she said like the first five businesses she started failed. And if you get discouraged and worry about what people say and what people are going to think, then honestly, the entrepreneur lifestyle isn't for you because you have to have a strong mind and a strong heart. 
Do you yep. agree with that statement? Totally agree. You have to have a passion and a purpose. Those two things will make your business successful. You have to have a passion and a purpose. You have to have a purpose for why you are in business. Now, mm-hmm. your purpose and somebody else's purpose may be totally different, but you have to have a passion for it and a purpose. But if you want to be really successful, you have to be able to solve a problem and create life for some someone else in some form or fashion. Yes. So, Outreach, give back. Don't don't let your purpose be money. Please don't. Uh, one thing about business, if you keep focusing keep focused on your business, the money will come. Yes. It will come. And, and I'm <laughs> I'm speaking for someone that has had to and still continue to try to find a way to um, make things, make ends meet. But I have a lot of ends because my business has grown. Mm-hmm. So. That's so inspiring. Like, and you have to know that it doesn't happen overnight. No, it doesn't. It doesn't and one other not. thing. I would definitely tell people, don't get discouraged when you're the only one see that vision. Because one thing about a vision that God gives you, he gave it to you. You and you only. You and you only. You cannot be mad when you go to someone that don't believe in you or don't see what you're doing or don't want to support what you're doing. It's okay. It's okay that somebody tells you, well, you know, I really don't want to support you. I think you are doing well enough. Well, I don't believe it. Chris, I have people, I've had close friends to straight up tell me, no, I'm not going to support that. I think you have enough support. Mm. So, and what you have to do is like, okay, thank you. I really appreciate that. And are you, because it's a vision that God gave you yeah. and not them. Yeah. And you don't want, and nobody's going to, there was another thing. I had a situation where someone tried to steal my business that was working with me. I don't know if I ever told you that story, wow. but I had a, I had a doctor that was on my network. And and when I say steal, what they tried to do was replicate my business, and I guess that's kind of stealing, huh? Um, yeah, like for yeah, that's kind of still right. Plagiarism, <laughs> right, 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 right. Uh, yeah, plagiarism. That seemed to be a going thing, even from the White House down. But we won't even get into You're that. Not right. uh, <laughs> 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 we won't even get into We're that one. Bring but, it back. <laughs> all right. So so. Uh, there was a doctor that was on my network and, and uh, we were doing some amazing things. As a matter of fact, one of the shows I did was dealing with HTC, the cannabis oil thing. Mm-hmm. I had, a, I had, I had this, uh, the representative that wrote the bill for HT for cannabis oil in Atlanta. And so he came on my show, uh, representative peak was his name. Um, and uh, yeah, peak a pike representative pike one of those two names i can't remember the exact name but he was on my show amazing show had so many people that was excited about it because i landed him on my network to do the show before he even released the bill and it was such a hit until there was a few people that was on my network and one of the doctors decided uh let's do some more things together let's do some more things together well she decided that she would go and start her own uh uh show in her home in her basement because I think her husband wasn't happy with the fact that I wasn't building a show around her. She was going one direction and did not want to understand the direction I was trying to go in. It's kind of like, well, if you're not going to build it around me, then I'm going to start my own show. And so she did that. She went and got her a fitness person, a nutrition person. She 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 was the doctor. And, and she, she did built- the same. I y'all were focused around nutrition. Yeah. Exact same thing. I mean, she did it exactly like mine. And went and got the kitchen, went and got a kitchen, uh, like the, the kitchen that I was using, 
um, was trying to use. There was another company I was going to use their kitchen. They told me no, told her yes. And so she started doing her show out of this beautiful kitchen. As a matter of fact, the name of the company, uh, oh, my God, I want to think of the name of the company. But they, they went under. Beautiful kitchen. Beautiful kitchen. See, I had Viking was always my sponsor, and they've been great to me. But she went to another company to try to do what I was doing. They had a, a kitchen, uh, a production kitchen, and that uh, appliance company went under. Oh and wow! So did her dream of what she was trying to do. Really, your dream of what she was trying to do. Right, my and and you know what's so awful about this? I felt so bad about Cattle. Always wanted I Cattle was trying to save her because she had great potentials but i understood why it wasn't going anywhere because you you yeah you didn't want to do right so i kind of understood what was holding you back wow so what advice would you give to someone who feels like they have this great business this great idea and somebody copies them because it happens like people copy people all the Mm -hmm. time what would you say right. to that person that feels like they're getting copied and feeling like the other person may be prospering more? Or what would what what are some encouraging words you would say to someone that's struggling with that with their entrepreneurship right now? Oh, I'm so glad you asked that. Uh, it's a difference between a copy and a vision that God is giving you. Mm. There could be a plenty of other old fashioned networks that are out there that uh-huh. look like mine. But you can only do the step. So when I make a step, it's the only time you can make a step. So it's, which means you're copying me, but God has given me the vision. So they can never be who you are to who you are going to be. They can only do and mimic when you make a step. So wow. you got to realize you are, you are way stronger than because so for instance, let's just say someone takes the old fashioned health network. And you know, of course, my goal is to have my own television channel or whatever, and you can turn on the radio, TV, and whatever, and then listen to the various shows that are on my network. I want to get as big or bigger than the ABC or NBC. So I see you, Vision. You see it? You see it? So I that's what I'm trying to go. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, when you turn on Channel 39, you'll see Old Fashioned Health. Uh, you may see the fitness show. You may see financial fitness. And yeah, that's my goal. That is really my goal. And, 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 and I, I love the name that you gave your so let's life. So let's life. Come on at two o'clock. Luxurious, right? Get it. Come on at two o'clock. On the network, and not only would it be a podcast, it'd be an actual video production show. I mean, a television show. And that's really my goal. And anything pertaining to health, um, is it could be mental, physical, nutritional, so forth and so on. But anyways, but back to what your question is. I encourage people to don't worry about those that's trying to emulate you because they can never take the vision that's in your head and in your heart. They can't take it. They cannot steal it. I don't care who it is. Don't let that bother you. Stay the course. Stay the course and just know like you have to stay persistent, stay consistent and continue to work. Like, Like he said, he started Old Fashioned Health five years ago. And just imagine if he would have given up after year one because it wasn't going how, you know, he wasn't progressing at the speed he thought he would have. You just have to take your time and know that your time will come. Your time is for you. Don't rush your process. Figure out what inspires you and what, what you're actually passionate about as an entrepreneur and and go after that. Mm-hmm. So, what would you say is one thing that really inspired you? 
or currently inspires you? To make a difference. What encourages me now is to make a difference. But you know what really got me, though, is when President Obama, uh, Barack Obama at the time, became pre president. Mm -hmm. And I remember I had my company. So Old Fashioned Health was about five going on six years. Six, six years. Actually, let me see. I started this. I want to give you an exact date. So five years, six years, about six years. So when I started this, uh, President Obama, I think, was was in office. I was I had already started and then he got into office or was running at the time. And I made a commitment to myself to like this man is a leader and I am going to show the world that I can have someone that looks like me, that has encouraged and inspired me to be all I could be. Seeing him in the White House and seeing Michelle in the White House, yes. it, it, was, it was my job for me to be the best that I could be too at the same time. And yeah, so that- and I don't think so. I don't think a lot of people know how important that was to black yep. Americans and yep. black kids and things like that to actually see a person of color in the White House. That is something you usually don't see. And it's that type of inspiration and motivation that we want to put out there and know that whatever you put your mind and heart to, you definitely can do it. Yeah, it's called accountability. I felt I was accountable. I, I could not imagine because it felt like people would look at me and say, why aren't you doing better? You have a black president in office. Why aren't you doing better? And I never understood that from some of my other uh, fellow brothers and sisters that are out there. Like, did it not encourage you or inspire you? It's kind of like uh, you having the last name. We having the last name Watson. And most of the people right. in our family have got some form of education and are doing well. It's like, so really, y'all not gonna do, you're not gonna do nothing with this. You're not, you know, do nothing with. You have accountability as people that have been there before you have paved the way. And so, I had to. So that was one of my one of my biggest drivers, and then just wanting to make a difference. That accountability, I love that because we have to be able to own up to our mistakes, know when we're wrong. Mm -hmm. And know when we can do better and when we're not giving our all to our business. You can't say you want to be an entrepreneur, start your own business, but it's 10 o'clock in the morning. And you're still in bed like you're just rolling over. So what would you say your what what is like your daily routine? Do you have a morning routine? Because I've been pushing morning routines on the podcast because they say a good morning routine really gets your day going and gets you in the right spirit and your mind in the right place to really be productive and successful throughout the day. So what would you yes. say your morning routine is? So, and I before I'm you like, start, y'all, okay, if y'all haven't seen Alvin, I'm going to link some stuff in the show notes of this podcast. <laughs> Alvin works out. He, how old are you, Alvin? If you don't mind telling us. I shall, let me tell you, I'm giving y'all everything God gave me. I am 56. <laughs> Five, 56. He is 56 years old, and I promise you, he is so fit, so in shape, and could probably run circles around anybody. Like, even me. I know he could run circles around me. I just started running. So, <laughs> he gets it. So, tell, tell us your morning routine as a 56-year-old entrepreneur. So, this is not just, this This is honest truth, y'all. When I first wake up in the morning, I'd be so excited. I was like, oh, God, thank you for another day. That's the first thing I say before my feet hit the you ground. You got to give reverence. That's the First thing I said, I said, oh, God, thank you for another day. And then I said, okay, so what am I going to do today? Uh, and normally I get up, and in my mind, what's odd is once I've slept, it just seemed like my energy is poor. So I'll get up, um, and I'll usually go running either early in the morning 
Uh, and if I don't go running early in the morning, maybe because I got so much packed in for that day, but I always try to get up. The first thing I do is drink a big glass of water when I first get up and uh, drink some water, eat a little bit. Uh, if I go running, I usually try to run four, no less than four miles every day. And sometimes I get so caught up in my running and I'm usually when I'm running, I'm listening to some type of podcast, some motivational podcast or something. Yes, something me too. Every morning I'm listening to somebody and it's about something, you know, and it's not always about, um, rah, 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 you could do that. It may be something education, maybe a book, uh, that I'm listening to, uh, an audio book. So I do that and, um, make, then I come home and I always make me a green smoothie and I've created this routine y'all where I post my food almost every day. And, oh, and, and it, follow him on Instagram at trying success felt like it sounds and his food it looks so amazing I promise you all he could be a chef and he aren't you vegan I am, I am. Vegan, I so he posts these delicious vegan dishes on there that makes me want to go vegan I only eat meat once a day now did I tell you no I didn't know that okay so get it on down we can right? get that down <laughs> fun, and then just take it on off the table <laughs> Get it on out the fridge. Give it all up, cause I'm gonna tell you. Listen, so I, so, so I'm. Well, I guess they would call me pescatarian, cause I still eat fish, uh, but even not that often. Even with that, so let me tell y'all something. If you start, if you get your body realizing that it doesn't require you to eat as much as you think you do, your mental capacity and to be able to do more is gonna be amazing. I eat maybe a bowl of oatmeal in the morning, and like I said, whatever I'm cooking, I'm fixing. I always take a. This is how I create accountability. I've gotten so used to posting pictures of my food every day until people are sending me messages. Okay, so how do you make that? And so Chris, I hadn't told you, I'm almost finished with this cookbook. So it's this cookbook oh. that's actually written. And, I, and I'll be finished with it before the holiday season. It'll be coming out. But I always... This episode was brought to you by Old Fashioned Health Network. Good health inside and out. Visit them online at oldfashionedhealth.com. That's O-L-D-F-A-S-H-I-O-N-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. Okay, wow. So you're writing a cookbook. Okay, this is new to our listeners. Did so Lux Life get the first exclusive drop on the book? Yes, you do. I have I I am and, and let me tell you, this book is absolutely amazing. So what it does, it has uh recipes in it and it also has informational stuff like uh give you information on genetically modified food. It gives you information on food recalls and, and how it affects you. I have information in there that talks about uh, different uh, like dairy products, how it affects you. So it's more than just a cookbook. It's an informational book as well. So you have some recipes wow. and you have some information to read uh, to, to tell you how your things affect your health. I even did this big article, this big uh, chapter on water, how bad the water is in the country right now. So I, mm -hmm. I talked about that. Uh, and then I talked to, it's a really good book. It's, I'm having a good time writing it because it allows me to, you can look through the book and find you this um, 
banana pudding. This is I have this vegan banana pudding that I make, and it's absolutely amazing. So it's this vegan banana pudding that I make, and you look at the recipe and see everything. And, but then after you finish going through that, you may turn on over into the next chapter, and you will see me talking about water and how the uh, effect of uh, the water is being polluted in so many different cities and towns and what the federal government is doing to correct that. I talk about global warming and how that affects your foods and stuff like that. So you have recipes and you have information. So it's really good. I'm so excited. Congrats on that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, so, so yeah. exciting. Thank you. And that kind of ties into another guest I'm going to have on the show. He's a celebrity ghostwriter. So... I might have to get y'all in connection with each other and see how he could help you. You could help him. Okay. Um, um, we're all about networking with Soul Lux Life. And that's one thing I'm really trying to put out there with Soul Lux Life. And um, I'm starting a business, Soul Lux Life Professional Services. Basically, where we help you get to that next level as a brand and as a business. So... From your perspective, from being an entrepreneur, you starting your own show, how how do you network and really make those connections with people that end up being useful in your future? So when you when you get started, people start finding you. Amen. And you, really don't, you don't want them to find you until you read it is the other thing. Now that uh, people are finding me, I'm kind of ready. But if they had started finding me before I was ready, I probably would have made some missteps, wouldn't have understood uh, as clear now as to how I needed to communicate. And sometimes there are some people you just need to say no to because they may affect your brand. All money uh, is not good money. All money is not good money. And then you may find it's just not a cohesive uh, uh, partnership and it's okay. So, but when you're early in the early stages, you're so hungry to try to make it, you just open the doors to everybody. And you, and you let take down, every flies, $20, everything. $100 bill that yes. comes your way. Right. You but you have to know how to say no because you and certain people might not work well together. So there's no point in you chasing a couple hundred or a thousand dollars when you are going to be miserable working with this person. They're going to require more out of you than somebody mm -hmm. that's paying you ten times what they're paying you that are they're they're just letting you do your job. Exactly. And, and you have to be around people that's going to allow you to allow you to be you. Uh, for instance, I'll give y'all an example. And Kristen probably can attest to this. We talked about this. So when, when she first started her podcast and, you know, her and I are like really close. We talk all the time, way more than probably than the rest of the family do between the two of us. <laughs> and when she first came up with the podcast, she said, oh, let's do this podcast together. Let's create this. And if you can remember the conversation I told you, I said, you know what? I really want you to do this to give you room to be what you want to be. And then you can call me in as a guest. And so that's how you you do things and not try to be selfish about it. Because I knew her focus, focus is exactly what she's doing, which is great. And then my focus is good at what I'm doing. So uh, you have to recognize what's a partnership that works and a partnership that can work as a let me help you type of relationship. Yeah, that is so true. Because you're more like health oriented and I'm more like entrepreneurship, business, branding. Entertainment. But, and, uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got some celebrities. You got some, some celebrities on your list. They, uh, uh, it, okay. Interest Elba have only reason why Interest Elba would come on my show is if we talking about health and maybe uh, something like that. But if he comes on your 
uh, podcast is all about what you got going on, the new movies you got going on, and what's your next move. So it's I want to hear different. about this marriage. He has just entered in. <laughs> That's yeah, what I, I want to hear. I about. saw that on the View, uh, and mm-hmm. it was interesting the way he walked gingerly around the questions and answers so you know that's in your ballpark so i'm gonna let you handle that and i'm gonna watch and listen to how you pull the information <laughs> Whoa, so exciting okay so what would you say your goal for the rest of the year is what is your goal you want to accomplish by the end of 2019 okay so there are so goals and tasks there's a couple of things like uh the holiday season is coming up so i'm working on something to do for the community with the kids uh, like maybe a bike bike drive and stuff like that. So I got to get that in place, and I want to try to give away at least at least fifty bikes uh, to kids because, of course, you know you ride and you exercise and getting them outside. So that's one of the goals that I have for the end of the year that I'm trying to get done. The other thing I is love it. My cookbook, I got to have that done because there's some people waiting on the cookbook. I can't even tell you the name of it, but it's a wonderful cookbook with a lot of healthy vegan recipes. That's that's the bottom line, what that one's going to be. So that has to be done. I've promised the uh, the uh, people that's printing my books that I would have it done before uh, actually October, about October, I think, so it can come out uh, as a Christmas for the Christmas time. Oh wow! Uh, so that can be a good stocking stuffer. Yes, and it, it is. I can, things that people can use. I can't candy. wait. I cannot wait. So that's one of my goals, and um, so that, those are the two main ones because you know I, I got quite a few projects going on, and 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 you all. Um, so with old fashioned health. I have like eight other radio shows as well as the video production uh, of Old Fashioned Network. So there's a couple of radio shows that I'm I'm adding some additional radio shows to the network. Uh, so exciting! Yeah. So if someone is interested and they want to be on a radio, could they contact you and you put them in a slot? How does yes. that work? So you got two options. If you would love to have your own radio show, I would love to have you, you know, love to know what it is that you're talking about. It doesn't have to be about health because, as I said, healthy information. Information is health. Knowledge is you need knowledge. Exactly. Uh, If you're interested in having your own radio show on my network, feel free to give me a call. Email me uh, at oldfashionedhealth at gmail.com, oldfashionedhealth at gmail.com. or if you just want to be a guest on the show, I would love to have you on the guest on, on my radio show. And you can email me as well. And uh, you'd be on my radio show on iHeart on Thursdays and Fridays from 4 to 5. So exciting. So you future entrepreneurs, you new business owners, honestly, this is for you. This is why I created So Lux Life, to put you all in contact with these type of connections and people that can help you further your brand and get your voice out there. So many people listen to the radio. So imagine this is a good investment. I'm not on here trying to sell anything, but I'm just speaking from an entrepreneur mindset. You have to make those connections and put your foot out there and advertise in different ways that you weren't thinking of advertising. How would you say you market yourself as an entrepreneur? Two ways. I myself am a walking billboard. I, I do try to stay healthy myself. <laughs> People ask me about my health. You doing? Why you go running? And I get to run it. And I just and and I'm I'm my own I am my own promotion my own billboard. So I, people ask me a lot of times, how are you able to stay so healthy? And 
why are you doing 500 push-ups? Uh, so we had this push-up club called the 300 Club. And mm -hmm. what we do is 300, 300 push-ups a day. Well, the club started out pretty good, and then it dwindled out to about three of us. It started out with about 15, and the fellas couldn't make it. And so it then it ended up being me and my co-host and a few others. But we had got up to, I had got up to at least 500 a, a day. I know that sounds like a lot, y'all, but it's really not. So if you get up, so usually in the morning, sometimes I'll do like 150 push-ups before my morning gets started. But it's easy once you get started doing it. And, and if you're interested in doing that, don't try to get 500 the first day. If you only can do push-ups a day, just do your 10 push-ups a day until you get to 100 a day. But... Yeah, so advertising, uh, so social media is my big form of advertising. I do a lot of social media stuff, and um, I do a lot of community stuff. So I've done things in the community, and people know who I am, and, and I'll talk about old-fashioned health like that. So get active in the community, do your social media, uh, and be your own be a boy. When people ask you, you need to look the part you're talking about being. It's the, it's the thing. Oh, that is so true. And I kind of want to circle back to how you said you started you you do you do the push-ups. Don't start with five hundred a day. Maybe start with ten. If you can do ten, that's what you do. Baby mm -hmm. steps, like with your business, yeah. you're not going to be able to do it all in one day. You have nope. to set a pace for yourself. Write down your business plan. Write out some goals, and make a point every single day to work on your business. I don't care if it's sending one email. Get something done for your business so you can say Stop. you spent that day being unproductive mm -hmm. and, and but get this I, I tell you something unproductive unproductiveness unproductivity is really not bad meaning that sometimes I have gotten to the point with all this stuff I have gotten to the point I will be working I'll get up and be like I have completely drawn a blank I can't even function because I've been so busy and I'll start feeling bad because I'm not doing anything I'm like God I cannot even so by trade which I didn't tell you I'm a web developer by trade so I own another uh, company called home based marketing and I develop websites and apps. So between the technical side of doing that or film production or something like that, sometimes you'll draw a blank and I may not be able to do anything at all for that day. But it's okay because that's your brain saying, I want to rest. I, I need to rest. And so don't feel bad if your brain decides when you've pushed yourself to do as much as you can do and you just and it just shuts down. Don't feel bad about that. Feel bad about when you know you could be doing work and you ain't doing it. And you are and you are feeling like doing the work, but you decide to goof off. You can't have too many of those days. You don't, you don't want to do that. So, If you're taking rest days because you're so burnt out from working so hard on your business, that's cool. But if you know you've gone two weeks and you say you, you have a goal, you want to launch this business by the end of the year, and you've gone two weeks and you have not done one thing. <laughs> that's called procrastination. That is, and that will kill you. It sure like, will. It will kill you. Like... I used to procrastinate with my workout, and you see where uh -huh. it got me, all out of shape. So now I'm getting myself back focused, I'm back being consistent, and if I don't make it to the gym, I find a point to get out there with my jump rope and do some yeah. jumps, something. So just stay encouraged. Keep yourself occupied. Don't don't let your mind get idle because an idle mind is the devil. It sure is. It really is. It's and you know, Christmas, sometimes when you when you're doing the workout that you do it, I'm so encouraged and inspired by you. You have a family and you still mm -hmm. manage to do all the things you do as well as your nine to five. So it's I hard for me to hear somebody say, I can't do it. It's like I'm not trying to hear it because I know people that's doing it. 
doing more and beyond exactly like i had to tell my I, I had to stop making excuses like you said that accountability i had to hold myself accountable i know i want my body to look a certain way so i'm gonna get out there and i'm gonna work out until it does so yep. i can't complain i can't sit here and be upset about how i look if i'm not doing anything to change it you know and, what else works well it's get you some friends, get you some friends or people. I say friends loosely, but get you some people in your circle that'll hold you accountable. And then give you a good example. If I were to just let old fashioned health completely go down, I would hate to have to call my cousin Christmas and he'd be like, well, "What happened to old fashioned health?" I feel like it would. It, it's I wouldn't even know how to talk to you to tell you that I just gave up. So you right. have to find people that hold you accountable. When they're not around, when I'm when I'm doing what I'm doing, I'm I'm care deep. This kind of reminds me of Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou said one time when she goes up on that stage and she has to speak to people, she says she reached back and get some of her ancestors and other people and she put them on her shoulder and said, "Listen, come on, y'all. I'm about to do this big old speech and I need I need y'all with me." When I do what I'm doing and some of these film production, these different people I meet, I got a lot of my family in my mind. Some of my family, my mother, Crispin, and other people, although they're not there, but I, but their, their spirit is with me. And yeah. so I can feel what I'm doing. So when I'm doing it, I'm thinking about, I can look at Christmas saying, oh, cause I'm so proud of you. I can look at my mother saying, so I'm proud. I can look at my aunts, everybody that I know got my best interest at, at heart. So take, get you some people that's going to hold you accountable. <laughs> but you need those type of people in your life that are going to call you out and right. you can't get offended. You have to be open to constructive criticism. People, yeah. usually when people are telling you something, it's usually for your own good. And people love you and they just want to help you. And you can't be rejected when it comes to, is rejective a word? Um, I mean, it is today. I'm like I made that up. <laughs> We're going to use that though. <laughs> you said she would correct me in the car on my way home. But I appreciate that woman so much. Because Let's she's just... not going to let me sit here and talk any kind of way and not correct me. I might have my slang and all this stuff, but she'll be like, can you stop saying that? That's not a word. <laughs> but let me tell you. Let me tell you how your mother do me. Listen, y'all may not believe this. Since your mother started following me on Instagram, I was like, Lord, let me make sure I'm using the subject. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I would just be typing my stuff on there. And when I saw... Uh, Dot, what is it? Dot, what's the name of her uh, Instagram? Dot's Decor. Dot's Decor. I said, Lord, I got to start writing my Instagram probably because it's such a great, great. I haven't corrected myself because oh, I know my, I, she's on there and I know she's looking at us like, I got to make sure this English language is correct. Yeah, it's so funny. You know, she is going to read every word. <laughs> every word. It'd be like, well, why is it? And you know how she gets a frown on her face like, that's just so wrong. I was like, I can't do this. Right. So she, she doesn't even know it, but she polices me in my mind. When I type anything called old-fashioned health or kids or chef, she's following me on both. So y'all haven't got to ever worry about me misspelling the word or not have a subject with every agreement. I sure don't use no slang because I know she's looking at it. Even if oh, she don't comment, she'll like it. She's like, subscribe to my newsletters. And when I will send something out that's wrong, she'll be like, oh, this was wrong in that first paragraph after the comment. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> she will let you know. But it's so good to have those people that will correct you and, you know, they help hold you accountable for the content you're putting out there. Because yeah. once you put something out there, you can't get it back. So you, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, you really need to watch what you put out there. Yep. Like once you click and it's out there, it's there. It's gone. It's gone. And you have and to protect your brand. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You do. 
And there's people like your mother that will help you protect your brand. Because I, I don't get into arguments with people on Instagram or none of that. I don't say a word. I don't. If someone says something, I just leave it alone. Or if there's something I want to come in, I just don't come in. Yeah, I come in in my head a lot. Oh, yeah, a lot of that. I mean, I'd be, yeah. I if you could see what I'm saying in my head when I see somebody's post, I was like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <That> <laughs> I listen so to my cousin. I my cousin I just call her. But otherwise, I was like, I can't comment on these posts. I can't. I can't. You cannot. You can't. It's okay to have an opinion, but you don't always have to put it out there because you don't want those opinions to be the face of your brand. You don't want that to take away from actually the services you have to offer and the, the talents you're trying to put out there because you you posted an opinionated comment under something on the shade room or something. So right, right, exactly. just be mindful, be cautious, <laughs> and uh -huh. just stay persistent. I see this quote it says, your work is going to fill a large part of your life. And the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is great work. And the only way to do great work is to love what you do. That was written by Steve Jobs. He's a CEO, co-founder, chairman of Apple. Shout out to Steve. The, the, that is the, so true. Put out great work. Love what you do. Be passionate. Be wholehearted about it. So, yeah, Steve, Alvin. Steve was a good I, guy. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. How can our listeners get in contact with you? So you can either go to my Instagram, which is the place I like for y'all to start with. It's trying success, just like it's spelled. Trying success uh, is my Instagram, or you can actually uh, send me an email. Um, actually, my full name, Alvin Watson at Gmail. Uh, I'll have problems mm -hmm. with me. I get a whole bunch of emails anyway. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like why are you trying to hide your email? Don't you get spam still? Like yeah, so yeah, but you can right. email me at Alvin Watson at Gmail. Or and and follow me at Trying Success and then Old Fashioned Health Network is another uh, Instagram you can follow. And we will put all of that information in our show notes. Okay. We are so glad you all tuned in today. We will definitely be bringing Alvin back for future shows because he has his book coming out and he has so many fun things going on with Old Fashioned Health, Kiss Our Chefs, the radio show. I mean, Alvin, what don't you do? Uh, sleep eight hours. <laughs> sleep is for a week, right? <laughs> I know, right? Sleep. Who does that? Is that something they're doing now? I never heard like no, sleep. Maybe that. Like, What's really? that? What is that? <laughs> <Like> who sleeps? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really appreciate you having me on here. Thank you so very much. I am so inspired and encouraged by you. Oh, and my listeners to know uh, any of your business customers that you have, Christian, anybody you want to highlight. You have my platform as your place to do that. So just let me know, and I'm, I'm, you know, just call in on the radio station. Whatever you want to do, of course, you know, I'm in full support of. So just let me know. I appreciate it.